Hi, everyone. Jesus Murphy. Jesus Murphy. Where did that come from, Jesus Murphy? Was it an Irishman who was cursing? Is there an Irish Jesus out there <laughs> that I don't know about? Tell me. I want to know where Jesus Murphy comes from, and I don't want to look it up myself like... Welcome back to Come Lose It with Matt Duncan. I am your host, Matt Duncan. Yes. Yes, it's been a while. It's been almost a damn friggin' month. But listen, it's been a bit of a wild month, and I've attempted to do this this episode twice now. And the last time I did it, it was on the day that like an HVAC guy was coming to the house to replace a part in our furnace, and he was late. And it really screwed me up because I had to keep listening for the door. I thought I heard it ring and through the recording. It it was turning into an editing nightmare, which is not how I do with this podcast. Okay? It's free-flowing. I'm doing stings on the go. That's how we roll here. So if I got to go like with a fine tooth comb through this podcast then it's it's losing its purpose here it's losing its purpose but i do have some plans for the future i do want to kind of try some different things with like the health news segment i want to do a little bit more of a a a produced segment just to test some things out to kind of build up my producing skills just a little bit more show what i can do because i this is it right now this is the only pod i have as I said, this has been a, an adjustment for me. I've been in a routine for the last half a decade or more where I've been doing this other podcast every two weeks, every week, and and now that's gone. It, it's just, it's gone. It was sudden. It was quick. So I'm, I, I think there's a lot of things I'm trying to get used to again, just kind of slapping a book shut and moving on to the next chapter in a different book. So that's what also has kept me from recording. I just had to get that in. But listen, listen, folks, we're, we're back. It's one. It's episode 107 right now. We're going to get 108 in at the end of November, and, and we're going to have a good time, okay? The, the, the season is now. I'm boosted and floosted. I got the booster. I got the, the flu shot. I'm, I'm ready to go for the winter. I'm ready to go for the year. Okay, like I'm not, I ain't one of those, I'm not doing like the multiple things a year. I I'm, I do the one in the fall, that's all I'm going to do. That's all I'm going to do from now on. A lot of people aren't doing it at all now. A lot of people that are pretty old and I'm a little nervous about in my life. But you just got to accept everyone's got their own fate. Everyone wants to paint their own picture. Hopefully everyone's fine. Hopefully hopefully uh, I'm just uh, being a little, a little nuts. Being a little nuts about want to protect myself about this this terrible thing we went through for the last almost almost four years. It's been about three and a half years, three and a half years since we've been in that pandemic. Man, man, and I think I think we are all starting to feel how fucked up we are from it. I look like someone who just came back from World War One when they do those pictures, like. My face has gotten so white in the hair, like I have to. I have to either, if I'm going to continue this acting thing, I either need to just go out for grandpa roles, or I need to dye my beard. Get lots of ads. Thank you, Instagram, for all those dyeing your beard ads. And or or I need to shave it off because it's putting me in a different bracket. And this is like I, I look like I went through some shit, and 
I've been seeing some videos of me and some pictures throughout the years just before the pandemic, and man, I was nowhere near this gray. I was very gray on top, but but my beard was still pretty brown. It's pretty brown, pretty dark, and now it's barely hanging on to color. Every time I trim it, it's like, holy crap, every time I see that pile of gray. Some people only have a couple of grays, and they, they pluck them. And uh, they get all freaked out about seeing a gray. Wow, I've been seeing gray since I was 21. That's when I started to go gray. 20, 21. Yeah, ever since I made the the great decision to go to comedy school and then live in a basement of a frat house that I didn't join just as a boarder. And yeah, that added some gray. That started the gray up, 100%. That's where it started. My first deep dive into depression. Anyway, the SAG after strike is over. What does this mean for me? What does this mean for us Canadian actors? Hopefully, hopefully it just means that my my shitty day job will come back and and I'll start to have a little bit more work there. It has been coming back, which is kind of nice. I have been busier than I have been in some months, thank God, but still needs to get a lot better. And we still have this lockout for the commercial actors here. Still have a lockout here. It doesn't seem like there's been any progress. Seems like we are, we are. If they don't submit, if the other side doesn't su- submit, then the the actor union in Toronto, ACTRA in Canada, will will be busted. It'll be done. Especially for it might just be commercials will will not be union anymore, and it'll go back to non union, and and it'll just be TV and film that are union, and they're going to lose a lot of members if that happens. A lot of members because. There's a, a far majority of actors that work don't break through to that other field. I am one of them. I don't get much TV work. I've never done a feature film. And I don't really get the opportunities through my agent anymore for things like that. Every once in a while, I'll get some kind of small day player, a.k.a. co-starring role. But it's few and far between. And they're they're usually, as I've said before, to please the accountants, to please the the agreements that they have with shooting in Canada where they, they need Canadian actors to come in and do some content. There has to be a little bit of that Canadian content in their work. That's us. But if they can just give us a line and then cut it out, they'll do that too. Happens a lot. That's just the way it goes. It's up to you to push through it. Some do. I don't. Fuck it. Matthew Perry died. Now, this is a bit of a tough one for for uh, fans growing up in the 90s watching TV. Matthew Perry, the star of Friends, one of the six stars of Friends. Wasn't a big Friends fan when, when I was a kid. I think I've come to appreciate it more later in life. I think if you watch it compared to other sitcoms, uh, there was some magic there. There was definitely some magic there within that cast. It shows that it's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do that kind of work. And for whatever reason, it worked with that group. It really did. Everyone had the role. And Matthew Perry, obviously, was maybe the most popular of that show. He was the the fan favorite, as you will. And he was a Canadian guy. He wasn't born here, but he grew up here. He grew up in Ottawa. And then he did the Canadian actor thing. You know, like he left. He left in the 80s at the time when all the big celebs were leaving, like Howie Mandel and Jim Jim Carrey and every, you know, that, that era of comic. He's in his mid-50s when he died, and and he, he, was, he was part of that 
train of Canadian actors who said, hey, if you want a better opportunity, you do need to leave. And and it, it is the truth. You know, if he, if you want any attempt at fame, and I, I've read his book, he was desperate to be famous when he started out. It's crazy how maybe it's something that I never had in me to, to want to be famous. Matthew Perry desperately wanted to be famous before he even got friends. And he got it. He really got it. And maybe it destroyed him. Definitely had a part in destroying him, but also gave him a lot of money. Gave him a ton of money. He makes 20 mil. They all make 20 million a year on residuals for friends. Can you believe that? 20 million a dollar. They just sit in there, just sitting there in their backyards. They don't have to work a day and they make 20 fucking mil. Like 10 mil after taxes they take home every year. The show went off the air 20 years ago to yeah next fall no next spring 20 years friends has been gone and they are getting 20 mil so that's crazy but there is a bit of a sadness for me with matthew perry early in my career when i was starting out i definitely kind of mimicked him a little bit i think i had a lot of his nervous energy and I had some early comparisons to him when I was in high school and stuff like that. And I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. You know, he did the whole nine yards and that movie really spoke to me. His energy in that was very, very high stress and, and <laughs> nervous. And I felt like that was a, an early comedy quip that I, that I like to play into. So it is a sad thing, but I will say I did read his book a few months ago and I didn't really like it. I didn't, didn't really sound like he was that great of a guy, even though people are talking about how much he wanted to help addicts and all in this. Just didn't seem like the nicest dude. I don't know. I Maybe I was reading it wrong, but when I was done that book, I was like, this is, and I've been around addicts enough in my life to know like when they're getting closer to the end. And at the end of that book, it definitely felt that way for me with Matthew Perry. Didn't seem like he had a, a long future ahead of him. He was, more on borrowed time. And sadly, that was true. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. You, you you do have a little bit of significance to my life and my career. And uh, I enjoy uh, some of your jokes and whatnot. And uh, thanks for being uh, the guy you are. Speaking of dead, is Putin dead? What's going on with Putin? There's all these reports very, like, strenuously in-depth timelines of his demise and that there's body doubles that are out there right now for Putin. He's apparently, he was very sick. He had a heart attack at the end of October. He's dead. Doctors are locked into a room with him, his dead body. Well, this bored double has to go out and do the bare minimum. Apparently there's other guys running the country through this body double right now. And I just don't know what to believe anymore. You just don't know what to believe, but it's hard to it's hard to not believe it. It's hard to believe it. Is he dead? Is there body doubles? Like this this guy's definitely a little puffier than you're used to seeing, but he's also apparently been very sick for many years. So I don't know if this one Russian doctor is just fucking with us. Is he fucking with the West? Because he he gave such a timeline, such an accurate timeline to Putin's health demise and where he's gotten treatment and 
he went to Israel to get treatment, and then he couldn't, and now the war, and it's like, and then he's dead. Apparently he's dead, but this double's doing all the work. Hey, you know, maybe the double will start to get a little more power, and maybe he's a nicer guy. But he he's obviously someone that would have had to go through some extensive plastic surgery and whatnot to look like him. I, I Or did they just do like a lookalike contest in Russia? I have no idea. I, I honestly hope that's the truth. I don't know. The people coming in after him apparently are pretty bad as well, though. It could be a little bit more, even crazier than Poots. So I don't know what to think anymore. We'll just we'll just leave that on the back burner. Borner. The Bjorner. The back of Bjorner. Put it back there on the, the Swedish kitchen element, and we'll let it cool. And what else is going on? Updates to the website. I get a lot of listens on my comelooseit.wordpress.com website. I don't know why. I guess it's because I tag it with all kinds of health tags, and there's a bunch of weirdos out there that have their own health WordPress sites, and I, for some reason, I guess they give me a bit of time on my pocket cast streams there. That's the embed that I put on all the episodes. Some have a bit of Spotify, but I couldn't really tell if it was just giving previews to people that don't have Spotify. I, it was it was touch and go, but Pocket Cast, if you click on the episode and play it on my website, it will play you the whole episode. If that's how you want to get down, that's not how I get down with podcasts. I don't know how you listen to podcasts without a podcatcher. Please don't be just staring at your computer listening to me. Go and do something. Go for a walk. Finish that thing in the garage. Get underneath your car. Go to the forest, you know, do do anything. Don't stare. You, you, we stare enough. We've got these little computers in our pockets and we're constantly staring. Please stop fucking staring. Anyway, I updated the uh, podcatcher embeds. As I said, the pocket cast ones. I went way back to the beginning because uh, a lot of the early episodes, they were, I moved over for, uh, you know, I've had so many different hosts. I originally, I found a free way to host before there were services like Anchor offered. And it was a little bit sketch, but it works. But it was sending all of my plays to Internet Archive, which is where a big chunk of my old episodes are are stored and hosted from. So I removed all those from the old episodes, and now they all have, the majority of them anyway, have the Pocket Cast embed. So it's a little bit nicer, easier to play, and they're not broken links and blah, blah, blah. So those people who like to check it out on the website, yeah, you can go right back. You can go right back to the beginning. I've even put a couple of different categories, the podcast Fat Boy Years and the Come Lose It Years, if you'd like to split it up even that way. And, hey, as I've said, I sometimes write dumb reviews and things about exercise, bikes, equipment, and health. So I'm starting to get a hankering for it. Maybe I'll be posting something again soon. Bookmark it, comelisa.wordpress.com. Now, speaking of social media, I permanently deleted my Facebook shortly after I left the Confederacy of Dunks podcast, as well as my Twitter. And in a few days, it'll be gone forever. It's not deactivated. I permanently deleted it. They give you a month, and apparently all that young 20s angst on Facebook from the the mid-2000s to probably the last... And five years ago, I stopped really using it. That's all going to be gone. All the, the tagging and uploading and all that junk, it'll be gone. 
And if you have me on your Facebook as a friend, I, I won't be there anymore. It'll be just disappeared or or my name will be there and it'll be like an empty profile. I don't know what they do, but I'm, I'm done. And yes, I've continued on. I'm, I'm well aware that I still have Instagram, which is Facebook owned, and I'm also using threads. Threads is not great. It feels like very early Twitter, which is nice. It's really nice. It's, it's, it's not giving you everything that you want. And I found that that's, that's okay. You don't need everything all the time as quick as you can get it. It's, it's really, it's really helped me step back and feel that addiction that, that I just, I don't know why I felt like I couldn't live without it. Like even with sports, it just felt like I was constantly needing to be second by second with, with sports news and whatnot. And I, I just don't think you need to do it. I've got the news app on my phone. I've got different sports apps. I, I'll check them out there. I don't need to hear every single sportscaster's thought about everything. I'll read it when they put it into something more cohesive, something that they've edited. And it's not just a fucking 10-word opinion, you know? I think we're getting a little too used to talking and speaking like Twitter. And there's a great podcast called Search Engine, and they there's an episode where they talk about that, how like people talk like Twitter now, and how Twitter's just a horrible place, and you shouldn't still be there. You should not still be there. If you claim to be someone that's not a alt-right Nazi fuck, if you're not that, you shouldn't be there anymore. You should leave. And what else? Is there anything else in this opening turd? It's funny. I have a, a thing here that says another U.S. mass shooting. I don't even remember what it was. That's how long ago. It's probably been like three weeks or a month since I wrote that. I can't remember a single thing about that mass shooting. What happened? I, I couldn't tell you. I could make it up. I could use ChatGPT to to give me a story about it, and, you know what, what the mass shooting of the week in the states, but. That just kind of shows you how it is. It happens, and then it's gone. Now we wait for the next one. We wait for the next one. Fitness update. Okay, fitness update. It's getting tougher, but I'm still out there mountain biking. You really got to dress up. You got to dress up, but what's really nice about it is that a lot of people aren't using the path anymore as it's getting colder and darker earlier around these parts. I've taken some really long bike rides. I went for a record one last Friday. I went for, I think in total, it was about 25 kilometers uh, of a bike ride, which was really good for me. And it it was exhausting and great. And and I was listening to podcasts the whole time. And, and I just loved it. I just really enjoy it. I'm really getting the hankering for an e-bike or something. I would love to get one. Not one of those like... Eh, ones for like they look like someone who has brain damage the, the, the tires are so big i don't want one of those i just want like a normal mountain bike that is also a little bit of an e-bike can give you a little bit of a push because these old guys have e-bikes on this path and i'll tell a lot of, i see a lot of e-bikes and they blow by me and it looks like they're barely pedaling and it's because they have the pedal assist on and I'm a little bit jealous of it because there's a lot of hills on this path that I take, which is good for me because I want to get that cardio in. I want to get that VO2 max up, which I have been doing. It's gone up significantly since I started to do more outdoor bike riding and 
uh, fast paced walking, <laughs> trying to pick up my, my walking pace. These guys blow by me. It would just be nice to sometimes have a break on some of the hills. Like coming home, it's a really tough hill. So at the very end of my bike ride is pretty rough. And I would love to just have a little bit of help for that sometimes when I don't feel like going for the full cardio at the end. Kind of ease my way in, cool down a little bit as I get closer to home because I feel pretty, pretty friggin' exhausted when I get home. But it's good. It's good. It's good exhaustion. So... I don't know if I'm going to get out today. I would love to get out today. I've got some work and stuff to do. It's 2 o'clock right now. Jeez, I don't know. I don't know. Probably probably friggin' not. But I had to get this done. I have to get this, this podcast done because I've had such trouble getting it done with the past two attempts of doing this health news thing and, 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 uh, and the HVAC guy coming. Man, what a ripoff that is. The, the, the HVAC guy was such a ripoff. It's so crazy to replace this little sensor, little sensor. It ends up costing you like $400. Didn't go to me. My landlord paid for it, but it's just like, I could have done it. I almost did it, but I knew it was like going to get a little tricky at one point, not fucking around with gas or anything like that. It's just kind of like the sensors in a place that's very awkward that in, in other furnace models, it's in a little bit easier place. It's, it's really just this rod that has one screw and it goes in, but behind the, 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 the coils, right? When the coils turn on this, this rod is in the flame and that's how, that's how it kind of gives the alert to, to turn off the, the furnace. Why am I talking about HVAC so much? I just wasn't, I, I'm sorry. I'm just in awe of how much, how, how much a racket this world is. It's just a goddamn racket, but we're on the fitness update here. No more HVAC talk. Let's talk about my new Apple Watch. Yes, I got a Series 9. I'm pretty happy with it. God damn. I've had an Apple Watch now for four years. I finally got a new one for my birthday from my lovely wife. Bobby, that's how much of a baller my wife is. She buys me an Apple Watch for my birthday. So she's doing all right, I guess, eh, folks? She's doing all right. But it just, just the difference in how I've gotten so used to a, a horrible battery on my watch, like my my... Series five that I have is is uh, like the battery just dies so damn fast because it's been four years and that's just how lithium ion batteries batteries go. One day this battery is going to suck on this one too. But I like to keep my Apple products for at least four or five years before I get a new one. So I'm glad I made it to four years and I'm still using the old one. This is what I do, folks. It's on the charger right now. I slap her on and I go to bed with it on. I'm not going to do it every night, but I have been doing it the last few nights because I've never really done the sleep uh, analysis since I had a Fitbit many, many years ago. So I've been doing that and it's just been kind of nice to see a little more accurate reading than I got with the Fitbit on, on my resp- respiratory rate and, and my heart rate while I'm sleeping. My heart rate, I'm like, it drops, it drops folks. I've got a very low resting heart rate when I sleep. I'm probably around 50, 52 is my average while I'm sleeping. It's pretty fucking crazy. It's pretty crazy. But I, I don't think it's not like, um, uh, it's not like I need a pacemaker or anything like that. I think it's just, 
I've always had a lower resting heart rate and you know what? Got to give myself some credit. I, I may not look like I do a lot of cardio and stuff, but I, I have been working out pretty damn consistently over the last few years. I've been doing a lot of indoor cycling. I've been doing a lot of weights now doing the mountain biking. Like there's no week that goes by where I'm not doing a ton of working out through the week. I always try to do at least three or four days and I've been off to a bit of a slow start this week, unfortunately. So I might just do the indoor cycle today just to get an, get back on track. I haven't even used the new watch yet with an exercise because I got it on Monday. And it's just, some. this is what happens sometimes. Sometimes you go through a few days. And I don't know where my head is right now, but I, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption on my PlayStation. And yes, I've already beaten it once many years ago, but I lost all that saved game when uh, it crashed. And so I was like, I've just, for some reason, I need to, finish it again. I need to finish the thing again and I'm at the end, but boy, does it take up a lot of your time and you're just sitting there and sometimes I'm fishing or hunting and uh, killing people at a campsite, (laughs) killing a racist who, who made me go to his, his old foreclosed house to get his, his ledger for his slaves. Like that is such a mental, that is such a mental little journey you have to do when this guy's like can you go get these things for me they're really important and then you get this book and it's a ledger of slaves and there's like a you're in a dungeon and so i go back and give it to him and then i immediately killed him and threw him on a fire (laughs) immediately killed him because uh that's fucked up that's fucked up your your ledger is important to you he's like this country's changing this sucks like yeah man it's fucked up Fucked up what you did. I'm going to kill you now. Anyway, that's the fitness update. Guys, let's get into one topic of health news, and and then we'll just try to skim our way into the other shit. Health news. News that is health-related. Okay, so I've tried a couple different ways to tackle this. We're just going to talk about this article because I know I've talked about Azempic before at the very beginning when we were starting to hear about the Hollywood parties. People were getting together. They were shooting up Azempic and and they, they were losing a bunch of weight. And you've probably noticed people like Mindy Kaling uh, is looking real thin, but also a little bit strangely gaunt or something. It was kind of like when we had our neighbors did, there was this diet Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but there was like centers around towns and stuff. You would go to the specific thing. I can't remember what it was, but they got so, they lost a lot of weight, but they looked so gaunt. And that's kind of what it reminds me of the, the Azempic look a little bit. I'm not saying that some people don't look great. I just see like there's people that weren't that much overweight that are using it. And now they're starting to look like, like they're kind of, there's like a vacuum going into their cheeks and it's sucking out a little bit. That you know that vacuum suck look. <laughs> I love that vacuum suck look. You know, just get the vacuum in there and give her a little pull. So Azempic is like, it's 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 a diabetes medication, right? It's arguably the world's most famous drug, and then it turned into a miracle weight loss one that's rocketed up the sales chart, and it may only be the beginning. Now the this type of drug and other medicines in this class, they're known as GLP-1 receptor agonists. So this GLP-1 receptor is important. It appears to have protect effect on the heart, the liver, kidneys, in addition to helping people lose weight, which in itself reduces the risk of many ailments. 
There's also reason to believe that GLP-1s could help combat substance abuse or even Alzheimer's disease. Now, that's a bad news for a broad spectrum of makers of drugs and devices. For example, Americans spend about $250 billion a year treating cardiovascular disease, the leading cause of death in the U.S. That includes what insurers and patients pay for blood pressure meds, bypass surgery, implantable cardiac devices like pacemakers, and... Wells Fargo Securities estimates that GLP-1s could reduce the market for cardiovascular cardiovascular disease treatments about 10% by 2050. So that is, if it's a $250 billion market, they're going to eat into $25 billion of that. Isn't that fucking insane? There's all kinds of crazy evidence that, like, with kidney disease, Ozempic has been helping. They, they, the company that owns... Ozempic is Novo Nordisk and they they like stopped the study early on on the kidney disease because it was so conclusive. So that's going to really eat into the the kidney disease market apparently which is like 125 billion in America. Just looking at these different things, like, yeah, Alzheimer's disease, $321 billion a year. Cardiovascular disease, $251 billion. Diabetes, $237 billion. Obesity-related medical care, $173 billion. Non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, $103 billion. These are all huge, huge markets that this drug and the other drugs that have come out, like the stronger versions is like Wagovi uh, for, for people that have like major obesity, Know that, that, that they they got that major weight going the, these GLP ones and apparently was concocted by a University of Toronto professor in uh, forty years ago, and they had no idea. And as he says, "quote I don't think any of us had the vision that forty years later we'd be thinking about all these different actions of GLP ones." Now there are some problems with it. For one, there is the cost right now. If you were, I don't know if you can get it for insurance because this is only approved for diabetes in the U.S. So I would imagine if you're using it for weight loss, it's not getting covered, and that means your Ozempic is costing about nine hundred dollars a month if you can get it. Well, Govi, the stronger version, is more than a thousand dollars. So the like eventually, it's going to take some time for for this prices and stuff to come down. I don't know in Canada how these things are being covered. Again, because it is is a diabetes drug, people are using it for other things that haven't been fully approved for yet, but seemingly work. We'll just have to take time, apparently. But also, there are some side effects. There's some trouble. There are people that are in lawsuits right now saying that it causes uh, intestinal blockages, suicidal thoughts, things like that. So there are side effects to um, Ozempic. And and I've seen some different articles of people that were on it for four years and how it was just an absolute hell for them. But it seems like once maybe they can figure that stuff out and then they can focus a little bit more on how these GLP-1 receptors are, are helping to improve like people with Alzheimer's and it seems like people who take Ozempic, they, they start to lose cravings for like alcohol and other things. And so that's helping with substance abuse. It just seems like it could be a real big thing, real big thing. It could be like when penicillin was fucking made and, 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 you know, sometimes the best things are found by accident, just like, like, uh, Pfizer, when they found Viagra, 
They were just trying to make a pill for high blood pressure and chest pain. But then, boing, 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 found that it was doing something else. Found that it was doing something else. And now I think Viagra is like one of the like record-breaking fastest initial sales growth for a prescription drug ever, you know, because it had that... You know, it's like, I'm here for my fucking chest pain, but that's all I'm getting. I still got the chest pain, a little bit of that. Anyway, have you heard enough of that? Have you, <laughs> have you heard enough of that? Anyway, we're going to keep an eye. We're going to keep an eye on this Ozempic stuff, these GLP ones, because it's pretty pretty interesting that it's, a, that it's attacking all these other diseases and will affect the market. It could really slam just even like if you look at kidney disease you look at dialysis if it's going to improve that and people aren't, aren't going to need dialysis anymore could be really huge really huge so hopefully it goes in that way and it, it's not just like uh, a trendy thing for for hollywood celebs to to lose their their goddamn weight I'm sorry, I'm going to have a little swig of coffee there. Let me have a little swig of the coffee. Other shit. Sam Bankman-Fried was guilty on all accounts of defrauding the people that use FTX, all, all the people that are on the crypto there. I think it was like $8 billion. He had like seven counts. He'd go to jail for like 170 years or something crazy. This company, FTX, and I'll, I'll talk real, real briefly about what I think of crypto. I think it's all bullshit. I think it's ridiculous, and I've got a little bit of money in crypto right now. I bought at the, the, the height of Bitcoin, and I've lost a lot of money, but I, I wasn't in for very much. I wasn't in for very much, but I'm not getting out until I get my money back. Bitcoin has been going up. It's like way over 50, not way over, it's like 50 grand now Canadian. So I just need another 24 grand. It goes up another 24 grand, and I'm out. just want to get all my money back. I don't give a fuck about it. You know, I, I don't understand it uh, as much as my wife likes to explain it to me. Uh, I still don't get it. It feels like it's a, a fake gimmicky thing that that is just it's just people wanting to be in on something cool. But I don't I don't see the value in it as a currency, and the fact that it's so hard to understand is a problem for it to become mainstream. So I I have a little bit of our money in that account as as a reminder of of how dumb it is, and once I get all my money back, hopefully with either Bitcoin, Ethereum, or one of the other dumb coins I put ten dollars into, like Polkadot, <laughs> then I'll be out and I'll be fully out. I'll uh, look to put my money into other things like gambling. Anyway. Sam Bankman-Fried, just another tech guy, and it looks like he's going to be doing some serious time in jail. I just think, I just think it's all bullshit. All these, I, I, of course, of course, this would happen, right? Of course, this would happen, and it's just like one form of snake oil. Another form. I feel like so much of the tech world is snake oil. It's all bullshit. It's all. It's all like fake gains. It's covering up your losses. And there's no one better than Elon Musk to, to 
accentuate that. Like this is a guy who has cars that are on fire. And let me tell you something about your Tesla. If you're getting a Tesla and that thing catches on fire, do you know how long it takes a fire department to, to put out an electrical fire in, a, in one of these electrical cars? It takes forever. The amount of water that they apparently have to use because the things just won't, they will not shut off. Those fires will not burn out. It takes like five to 10 times as much water as, as a regular car. Something like that. They're brutal. And if you're not buying the top of the line Tesla, you're in a death machine. Be careful when you cut off a bike because that thing will kill you. Fucking parts are hollow so that I can go faster. They look nice, but they're pretty cheap. And the inside, if you pull on some stuff, it's all pretty cheap. It's all smoke and mirrors. And that's the only way that it'll be able to work is if they become cheaper. And the cheaper version is going to be dangerous. And people are going to get into those cars that say that they'll drive for you. And people have died. It's just, uh, it's pretty scary. It's pretty scary how easily we trust things. And I honestly think a big part of how this starts with us trusting tech so much is how the majority of us, and I'm guilty of this too, we so quickly, we just don't even read terms of service. When they have updated terms of service, you get them all the time on your social media, on your different apps, and you click okay because you're not going to click not okay because if you say no, you're not going to be able to use it. So what, what, what am I going to do here? I'm going to probably say, yes, I'm going to use it. I, I'm not going to not use it. And they know that. And that's why they make it long and hard to read. And they know that you're just going to click OK. You're going to scan down or whatever they make you have to do. Sometimes they make you scroll. You got to scroll at least. Do your scroll. <laughs> and then it says like at the bottom, say like, OK, I've read it. Terrible. And I think that's where it starts. It's just like we, there's so much that we're agreeing to and we don't even understand the bottom of it. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We're selling our soul every day and we just don't know who the vendor is. Oh, I think, you know, with the, the housing crisis, I'm so sick of it. I'm sick of talking about it. I'm sick of worrying about it. I, 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 I would like, I just want to have my own home. Is, is that okay? I'd love to have my own home where where it's just us. It doesn't have to be a palace. It doesn't have to be thousands of square feet. I just want my own little home. That's what I want, you know? I don't want to be worrying about noise from people downstairs. I don't, I, I'm done. I'm almost 40. I'm now in my last year of my 30s, and I can't, I can't live my last 20 years or 30 years or 40 years like this. With this stress, and yeah, one day it's going to become easier for me to make a decision, and we're going to get that. But I don't want to be 50 when I get it. You know what I mean? And one of the things like Airbnb, it just needs to end. It needs to go bankrupt and out of business, and apparently it's not doing well. It's not doing well, and it shouldn't be because it's really fucked up the housing market. It's fucked up the rental market. And it's fucking still sketch. Like I had family members who went on a trip to Croatia and they rented this big fucking house in Croatia for like five grand. And then they got fucked out of the money. 
they canceled, and apparently it seemed like they had somebody else in there, and they, I don't even know if they've gotten their money back yet. It's been trouble. It's been real trouble. It just seems like I just can't help but feel all the time with the housing stuff, every time I like look down the street and I see a house for sale where I live, I'm like, is this all a big joke? Like I feel like I'm back in college and I'm being trolled by the other people in the class and I don't re- like, it's very subtle, but it's there. And I feel it all the time, all the time. And that's what this housing market shit is. It's just one big troll job and people are getting into it and they're, they're, they, I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. <laughs> and it all just seems like, it doesn't seem right to me. Something in my gut feels really off. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about Joe Rogan a little bit. <laughs> Joe fucking Rogan. Joe fucking Rogan. This guy, I, I honestly cannot believe this guy from News Radio is like one of the biggest podcasters in the world. And he just, he's always on some type of shroom or some type of like heavy weed dose. And he's not a doctor or anything. And he's a little bit paranoid. Because recently Joe Rogan went to the doctor and he got his blood tested. And it said that, hey, you got some arsenic in your blood. And he goes... Is someone poisoning me? And then it was found out that Joe Rogan eats three tins of sardines every night. Three tins of sardines every night. I don't think I've ever had sardines once. And now people are eating sardines because they think that it's good for their skin. It like makes your skin look really good. And maybe it's the omega-3s or what. People are like eating sardines like crazy now. So, yeah, he he was on a real strict sardine <laughs> bedtime diet. And when he stopped, he went back, got his blood tested, and it was no longer arsenic in it. Apparently, it won't give you arsenic poisoning. But yes, sardines do have some arsenic in them. So do mushrooms. And if you eat enough of them, it's going to start to show up in your blood. And I don't know if it's going to create any kind of issues, but it's probably, I think just eating canned fish too much maybe isn't the smartest thing. You're always supposed to try to eat fish at its freshest, right? Eat sardines when you're on the front lines of Normandy. Why are... What, it's so funny, and it and then I see that it's like cost efficient, and you know the groceries and everything else, very affordable. Get yourself a can of sardines, and yes, there's lots of protein. There's the omega threes, good stuff that you need in your diet. But because he's doing this, then there's going to be like a million young bros out there eating sardines like maniacs, and some of them are going to test their blood and see arsenic in it, and they're going to freak out. They're going to freak out. I don't know, man. I th- This is a health and fitness podcast, so you got to talk about the, the dumb things, the good things. You can't take any... I don't try to give out any advice because you see what happens when 
people that are not that 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 aren't qualified to give out these things what it does it really fucks up everything anyway did you hear the new beatles song that was like apparently half ai or something like that i listened to it it's not their best work it's not their best uh, robot john robot john is He's not my favorite John. Everyone has their favorite John, and Robot John is not mine. So, you, I, I, I don't know. I hope this isn't what's going to happen. I don't want to hear Janis Joplin and, like, fucking Jim Morrison do a Christmas duet or something, you know? Like, is this what's going to happen? Like, we're going to start getting samples of all these people that are dead and, and then we're going to be mixing them and matching them and doing new songs and new albums. And no, no, I don't think we need this. And I think it's weird that the Beatles were kind of behind this thing starting this. Now, now it's going to be a thing. Now it's going to be a thing. This like AI. Oh wait, didn't, uh, oh, well, let's get one more album of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Let's get them back together again. Because, you know, those four did not like each other. A lot of tension in that band. and But they're going to come together for a Hanukkah song or something. They're going to do the... <laughs> I'd like Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young to do the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. Four-part harmonies. Lots of guitar. I want, like, ten more guitars in it. Lots of, you know, two electrics, at least three acoustic. That's Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young to me. And, yeah. Maybe I will listen to that. Is that, but that, I really hope that's not going to be the state of music because, then what are we even, why are we listening to anything, you know? Last thing I'll talk about, Robot John. <laughs> no, I'm done with Robot John. Don't like Robot John. Anyway, a woman sued Tim Hortons in Winnipeg because they accidentally put cream in her tea instead of almond milk, and she fucking died on the table. She was not breathing for eight minutes. They had to do CPR for eight minutes. They had to revive her. She had to take an EpiPen right after it happened. There are people that... I've never heard of people with a, a milk allergy like this where where it's like peanuts, where you take it and like you go into anaphylactic shock, and you're like, she's got it. Sounds like she has a bit of brain damage from it, and she used the... Tim Horton's app to make her purchase and she chose almond milk instead of cream. Now listen to me. If you're a tea drinker, if you're a tea drinker out there like I am, I, I was a I was a heavy tea drinker as a kid. Before I really got into coffee, I was a big tea drinker. In high school, I would drink drink a, a lot more tea than coffee. And cream and tea is not good. It's not good. I hate it. Sometimes I have to put it in here because I, I don't have any, like, 2% milk or something. That's the best one for milk, for tea, 2%. It's the best. Maybe homo milk, but I'm not someone who buys that. I'm a 2% guy. For tea. I don't drink it. I don't drink glasses of it anymore. But when you put cream in it, it just, it's a different vibe. So already, she's, I, I didn't even know Tim Hortons did substitutes for for milk. I didn't know you could get almond milk at a Tim Hortons. That ain't why I'm going to Tim Hortons. I ain't going for 
my my faith in their quality control, you know? And I think you always have to remember when there's a place that is being run by teenagers at some level, if there are teenagers working there, you really have to be careful. And if you have that kind of allergy where you die if you have milk, because like <laughs> milk is like almost in everything in some form or another, you probably shouldn't be going to Tim Hortons. Just saying. It's not right that they fucked up your almond milk, but it's a pretty easy mistake to make. And maybe it didn't show up to them on their fucking monitor. Who knows? It's an easy mistake to make. If you can have a taste of it, you shouldn't be going to fucking Tim Hortons for your coffee. You should be you should be getting a black tea and bringing a little thing of almond milk. Or That's what I would do. I wouldn't take that fucking risk. I'm not shaming you, lady. I'm just saying you need to be more friggin' careful. Be more careful when you want some almond milk. No, this isn't. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write a song. This is just the end music. Oh. Oh, my God. That's it, guys. That's it for this week. <laughs> I finally got fucking through it. Let's just move on, babe. Let's hit 108 at the end of the month, and, and hopefully hopefully things are good, you know? Hopefully this commercial I'm on hold for that I did not feel good about in the callback, hopefully I get it. Who knows? We'll talk. I'll, I'll uh, keep you updated because the next time I record, it would be after we shoot. But something's telling me <laughs> I'm going to be released, babe. So have a good rest of November. Rake your leaves. Put your pumpkins in the goddamn yard waste. Good night. <laughs>